Welcome back, everybody, to the brand new episode of the Lookout Podcast. This is episode 146, and we are here with the finale of our Jujutsu Kaisen kind of like, you know, journey through the first season as we prepare for the second season. I'm, of course, Meals. I'm here with LJ himself. LJ, what is up, bro? What's good? Um, if you're listening to this, it's already passed, but happy Easter to, to you good people. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. If you saw my Instagram story, I'm getting cooked. So, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> I, There's I, just I, some I images I just don't share on the internet. No, nah, I knew I put myself on a chopping block with that one. But I don't share it because of Justin, by the way, because he's <laughs> fucking weird. Oh, um, because he got <laughs> he has a folder on everybody. Yeah. So that's usually why I don't share anything. Um, but we are also joined here by uh, listen special grade special grade guest. To be honest with you, special I mean, grade, super. Yeah, listen. Is there something higher than special grade? Not yet, but <laughs> don't hold your <laughs> this, breath. Um, this is what this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we have, of course, co-host of the War Report, um, none other than, and just you know what, the JoJo agenda, which has never come back, um, <laughs> ever. <laughs> the one, are, you know what? It was a, it's a one shot. You know what? fine i'm perfectly fine with that but we have cyrus here in the building himself cyrus what's up man <laughs> hello uh i'm here i'm sorry for my voice uh, i've been trying to like make sure like my throat oh, pause is okay before okay. i did this and it, like um it just never got right this is the best i've sounded all weekend so mm, uh, <laughs> damn it's still you're still is it still the wrestlemania thing uh, that cooked your voice I don't think so because okay. I'm I'm weird because at shows I don't really like yeah that's what I go crazy in my brain you know a second after I'm I said not, it, I was like I cannot imagine I'm not that, Cyrus I'm cheering not that, for wrestling <laughs> I'm not that guy but um just the crazy temperature changes between Miami and uh, uh. Los Angeles just killed me oh. uh, way more colder than I thought it'd be out there and then. I was bundled. I was kind of like bundled up going into the airport, and then I got back to Miami, and I was sweating bricks, and then body just freaked the fuck out after that. So, <sighs> I don't know. I don't it's know still, it's still weather, man. It's kind of that time of the year, though, man. The season is changing. This is usually when niggas be getting sick. Yeah, especially me. Like allergies, all <laughs> that shit start whooping my ass when once it starts getting warm. Yeah, uh, like. I, I did I did the war report and I was fine. I felt great. Next day, I was cooked. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, glad you're still here to join us for this journey because we're, we're 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 you know we're finalizing this. I'm interested. I have this question for you, Cyrus. So mm-hmm. we initially came to you with this idea when we were going to do these four episodes, and I told you pick one, pick whichever arc mm-hmm. you want to do. Why did you pick this arc? Just a, um, just a question. So, first, I was I was down to talk about anything JJK, um, right? And I'd imagine so. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like whatever you know, whatever other guests didn't pick, uh, you know, um, 
I'll you were the first one we told. You were the first one, oh, okay. and, and then ended up being kind of the only one who fucking showed up. But <laughs> I was like, put me in reserve. I'll talk about whatever nobody else wants to talk about. I like, I'll be okay. That guy. I'll substitute in, well, and then well, well, looking yeah. back at this, um, this arc, like it plants the seeds for so much that goes into you know a lot of JJK going forward, mm-hmm. and a lot of the payoff in this. You don't get it to like a hundred or two hundred chapters later, which is insane to say, but it the the seeds are being planted. Listen, well, first of all, let, let's talk about you watched the first season. Obviously, was there a high? Is mm-hmm. this the high point of the first season for you? Do you feel like there's a high oh, point previously? Um, I would definitely say Yuji learning the Black Flash is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, the a little bit of the stuff with him and Manami, even though that's like two, like two episodes and like an extra scene. Um, yeah. I don't really care about the Junpei stuff. Um, I don't like him. Like I don't like Junpei at all. <laughs> oh yeah, listen. Shout out, shout out to the gang. We anti Junpei over here. I think we broke him down. <laughs> we broke <laughs> him down. Yes, we essentially kind of like uh, he kind of deserved it. Maybe you know, ooh. like he like dogs and incel, bro. Like. Yeah, he's a, he, 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 he he got his first bit of power, and then he yeah. like instantly wanted to get revenge with it, not make his life better. He flew too close to the sun and then got burned. So you know, yeah, it, you know, and it is what it is. Yes, he was manipulated, but he was still an ass. Like he he still went school for like fools, uh, curse school shooter on niggas, and that's not cool, man. <laughs> curse school shooter is crazy. Interesting. Nonetheless, all right. So that's that's great to hear. We're gonna cover. So what we're gonna do for this episode is, um, the first half of this episode is going to be because I don't have any actual anime news. Like uh, I don't know. Go watch Spring Anime. Go watch Hell's Paradise. Oh yeah, Hell's Paradise is so good. I I, I don't know. Right. I was recommended it yesterday. I was gonna watch it today. I see it didn't have the three episodes yet, so I couldn't do the three episode rule. So I'm just gonna wait one more week before it's happening. That's an oh, interesting yeah, no, rule to have. Listen, I'm not mad at that rule. Wait three episodes to see what happened. Yeah, um, if, if it's not good in the first three, I'm out of here. To I'll be see honest, you when the with you, over. I would recommend I people for Demon Slayer to just wait after the first three episodes because nothing happens <laughs> in this first episode <laughs> that drops. Hey man, this, listen. This week. Real Demon Slayer stand over here. I'm watching every episode week to week, well, listen, baby. I'm just saying you can. I'm just saying you could wait the first three weeks. Ain't nothing happening. Trust me. Ain't, ain't no waiting. Ain't no waiting around here, partner. You know what? <laughs> fair is fair. Listen, how much? All right, so Cyrus, how much would I have to pay you to watch like one episode of My Hero Academia? Uh, I would do it for free, but you won't get me to say anything nice about it. Okay, all right. Because I already, I've already, I've already watched the first one. Well, no, not the first episode. The first episode is never the oh. best episode of this fucking thing. Um, I I gave my I, hero the three. First three episodes. Listen, it doesn't even really get good to like episode eight, to be honest with you. But I, don't like I wouldn't that. even. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend that episode. I will pick a standalone <laughs> episode, just something by its own drop you off in the middle of the series and like oh okay, okay. <laughs> maybe i would like to know how we got here or maybe for, i would like to see where we go from here for for maybe. some background information i'm not a big my hero stan or fan at all i just mm. think it it lacks a lot of stuff that i like from other sorts of media like 
Um, and whenever I try to ask, like, y'all can't say I don't try to get into it because I ask all the questions. Yeah. I no, you know. do. And every I, answer I, I get, it sucks. I hate it. No, I mean, uh, you, you, you ask questions for the. Sh- I mean, I don't know. We're we're close to the fucking end anyway. It doesn't matter. I um, I asked like, what's the world building like and all that stuff, and it was just like that sounds fucking stupid. No, well, my hero, my hero has great world building. There's at least seventy characters that you actually kind of care about, and they managed to juggle them in an interesting way. I don't know. I'm not going to go into this. This is a JJK episode. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, we are here, obviously, to discuss the final arc of the first season, um, Jujutsu Kaisen's death painting arc, or according to the anime, the origin of obedience arc, which mm-hmm. no one calls it. Um, <laughs> Nobody yeah, calls JJK arcs with your like <laughs> actually supposed called. to be called. Yeah, <laughs> no one calls it the origin of obedience. Come on, man, that doesn't yeah. death painting. Come on, man, what's a death painting about? That's where I tap in. Um, so the origin of obedience sounds too. That sounds too slavery to me. I mean, <laughs> trying to piece together the origin of obedience. He not lying, but I also don't get the obedience thing. Like, what I'm is trying the, to figure out where the yeah, obedience what do we be, part yeah, is. What are we being obedient about and for? All right, because well, it sounds very anti-black. I'm just saying. <laughs> this <laughs> racism undertones to that. This arc is three episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I forget how many chapters. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, 14? just about. Okay, so it's about three. It's the shortest one, the first arc. It's definitely the one that's like, let's prepare you for the second season, but we don't want to skip out on any of this action shit, neither. Um, So just to kind of lay out the scene from here. Their task, I mean, after this whole Kyoto shit, where they're trying to figure out, like, who's this mole and all this other stuff like that, their task, they still have a day job to do, so their task on another mission. Um the mission is that people are being mysteriously killed in their doorway because their apartments are left open, which sounds like a real actual... You don't have to do any curses <laughs> for me to be <laughs> afraid of that shit. Coming home, my door open and you know trying to figure out why the reason getting killed, that's more than enough fear for me. Mm-hmm. Home invasion curse. Home invasion, yeah. <laughs> Home invasion <laughs> devil. Home invasion devil of Chainsaw Man is coming. You no, know the saying? flocking devil, bro. That's what it is. <laughs> the backdoor devil. Backdoor <laughs> devil, bro. <laughs> you, you don't have to. You don't have to spell too much out for me. So there being the link is, the link is for whatever reason they all attended the same junior high school for two years, mm-hmm. and they were all cursed, and it may have taken taken years to manifest. So. There's a whole bunch of like backstory that's added to this entire thing. I mean, they go to the junior high school. We find out it's Megumi's old high school. We find out about, um, we find out uh, essentially about Megumi's backstory. Please take it away, Cyrus. Um, in in the manga, it says junior high, and I assumed that it's just middle school for them. Yes, it is. Yeah, so that's what I call yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's y'all don't call them middle school junior high. No, I have never been to. Oh. Uh, I think I've been to a junior high once, and then I transferred schools. <laughs> Interesting. No, it's. A, I mean, it's the same shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it's I just, figured. It's, 
It's just this. It's a, just a different. What name. is what is what is junior high for y'all? Because sixth grade just got added to junior high here, so it's like sixth, seventh, eighth grade is what junior high is. middle school. I assume. I assume, Yeah, that is nuts. But I assume junior highs are just six to like uh you know sixth grader to twelve. Like it's a middle school and a high school combined. Uh, That's what hmm. I thought it was. I never thought about that, but realistically. I've always assumed junior high is just middle school because it's always six through eight for me. And the fact that it wasn't six through eight other places in this country realized that I'm in a small, <laughs> small world. Yeah, sixth graders was- just started being able or just started getting grouped into junior high here probably like That's a couple crazy. of years ago. That's crazy. All right. Well, you know what? Fair. Um, honestly, how is middle school staying in business if it was only two grades? Um <laughs> But it's a it's a hellish two years too, bro. It's it's like seventh and eighth grade were like that was the real trenches. High school yeah. was a breeze. Junior high, well, that's when niggas was really getting into some shit. Well, listen, for Magumi it was a breeze because he was beating up every fucking body. He was in the <laughs> middle school. He was he was the. I don't even think he was a bully. He was just like the. Uh, he was the know. Robin Hood. He was the Robin he was Hood. The of this he, was, he made sure the, um, made sure the little guy didn't get picked on. He kept yeah, everybody exactly in line. Yeah, you know what? And he he was a one man uh one man Tokyo Revengers. How about that? He, it was oh him. god! Hey, he he was definitely cheating, bro. Like you were beating up on regular niggas with your curse energy, bro. That's yeah, wild. That's very true. Very very true. <laughs> um, so we find out a little bit about Sumiki, who is Megumi's older sister older half-sister. But no one uses half in this fucking thing. They don't even mention half. They're like his older sister. Um, They're like black families. You don't really call your... (laughs) I guess. No, you're right. Um, I put put in my notes who becomes a notable deal later in the series. We'll get to that. (laughs) Um, Megumi wants to save her from being cursed, but he's kind of being like not dramatic about it. He's actually being Mm -hmm. way more coy about it than he probably should be. Um... Because this is something that he generally... I don't think he likes having weaknesses or things that could possibly be used against him or things... Or, like, personal stuff. He doesn't, like, have any true attachment to anything. So he doesn't necessarily want to seem like he has, like, worries. Um, But he does. Um, It's the one thing that he worries about. His uh, his older sister's in a coma, has not awoken yet. He wants to save his sister from from being cursed. that becomes a part of this as well. Um, we learn that, well, we not didn't learn. We learned at the end of the last arc, but Mahito came in, stole the three death painting wounds um, during the time of the tournament, <clears throat> during the time of the tournament and fed it to one of the humans to resurrect a special grade curse that we're going to see a little bit later in this arc. Um, mm-hmm. Another bit of backstory in this. It's just, it's just backstory until we reach action. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's why it, it turns it. I hate this first episode. I think this first yeah. episode, ter- like uh, the first episode of this arc, is terrible. Yeah, it's a, it's a, lot, it's just a bunch of like dumping information on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of learn that Megumi's a little bit of a dickhead. I mean, that's just the big part. It's kind of yeah. I mean, we find out. So we find out from one of the older sisters of one of the classmates that the older sister and Suki Sumiki um, went to a bridge. 
to bungee jump off the bridge or fake bungee jump <laughs> off the bridge? No, um, uh, it, it's basically the boys in the hood thing. It's like you want to see a dead body and then you got cursed. That's basically what it is. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, they said something about jumping off the bridge. Um, but, you know, they went to the bridge at night and now their doors are open and his sister went with her. And now, you know, all this bunch of stuff like that. Megumi tries to send Yuji and Nobara off, but they want to join him anyway because they're also good people and also the protagonists and tritagonists of the series. <laughs> um, and, you know, Sumiki's in a suspended state of uh, sleep and a curse. He's worried a curse spirit could kill her. Um, so he needs to exercise it now. So they all go down to the bridge and see what's popping. All right. That was a lot. Action time. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> the good it, it turned, yeah. It turns into a showcase. I mean, that's really what this last little arc was. It's to showcase yeah. how it's much stronger. These guys have gotten since the last time we've seen them fight, which to be honest, wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. realistically, but this is the this is Magumi's coming of age episode. You know what I'm saying? The part where he he kind of realizes that he needs to overcome his own um uh his own Sasuke ness to become an actual true <laughs> oh, like his God, own don't, <laughs> his own. I mean, don't compare him. To, don't compare him to Sasuke. But he needs to like, overcome his own like lack of like. Yeah, he just needs to like let loose. That's essentially what Gojo's saying in this entire thing. Like, so Megumi goes in. I mean, they all three of them go in to find the cursed spirit of the bridge, and they find more that they're asking for. They also find the you know death two well, one death painting, and then they find out another death painting. Um, but they find a death painting Kajuzu, who is this big green nasty looking shit. Um, kind of like when they did in the first mission, Nobara's kidnapped. So let's get her out of the picture. Um. <laughs> Why? Why she always got to be kidnapped, man? <laughs> she a threat. She's a pussy. It's just easy. You get real heel heat for kidnapping a girl. Um, <laughs> we learn that the mission was to retrieve Sakuna's finger um, from the death paintings were sent on this mission also to retrieve Sakuna's finger. Um, Yuji and Nobara go off on their other thing to fight these death paintings while Megumi takes on the devil of the, well, not the devil, the curse of the bridge, which ends up looking like the original curse from the fucking prison. Yeah, the <laughs> detention center. Um, the, yeah, the detention center. Um, let's talk about Megumi's kind of like development here. Kind of like, what's your favorite part? regarding this because he goes through kind of like he experiences something um he does this he wants to do the noble thing where he puts his life on the line to save everybody else but gojo's mm-hmm. like why it's making him significantly we- it's making him significantly weaker by trying yeah, he's to be, like trying to be a martyr or some shit is he's too much of a strategist i think he even brings it up when he's talking about like you know the baseball game he's like well why did you lay down a sacrifice bunt and like in in hindsight, you're playing baseball. That's a good play. You get the person to move over. You're playing for the team. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. But he's like, essentially, he's just like, but you, why don't you swing for the fences like ever though? Like you're always trying to, you know, yeah, like yeah. you're always a, in a weird way. He wants doing to be the a sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When in reality, he has super. When in reality, he has superstar power. Yeah. Or superstar potential. 
And I, I think that's great. And I think when Gojo says that, it didn't click for me on the third or the fourth. It really didn't click to me until like this, uh, like the fifth watch where uh, Gojo's just like, you have the potential to like really be something serious, like something even better than Yuji. And I think that's what Sakuna like saw at first. It does help that Sakuna is like also like, this, I, you know what, this guy right here. I'm, I'm going to keep my four eyes yeah. on this motherfucker right here. Um, but yeah, nah, Megumi is a, essentially, I mean, all this stuff is great analysis in terms of like kind of what goes on with him. And I think he has his own awakening from that standpoint once he realizes like, yeah, it's time to swing for the fences. Um, we see stuff like um, the Shikigami Divine Dog Totality, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. It reminds me of our JJK shirt that we never actually released. Um <laughs> Which may, I mean, you know, may get a release at some point. At, at this point in the future, we need funds. Um, but Megumi is shocked uh, and realized curse victims have been dying. Well, all right, I'm, I'm skipping too far ahead in my notes. We go through these fighting thing. Um, it's a good back and forth kind of fight. Um, I feel like Megumi thinks he hasn't pinned down the the spirit, you know, the curse takes a, uh, you know, new gets form. the best of Megumi. Yeah, he takes okay. a new form and gets the best of Megumi. Megumi has his flashback. We see um, he activates his domain expansion, Chimera Shadow Garden. Uh, uh, what is which it? Which is it's fire, to, by the way. Yeah, fire name, but also uh, it's referred to as just like an area expansion since he doesn't really got the domain part right yet, which I'm just like, yeah. you got to get it together, brother. And he still didn't get it together. And I don't think he ever will. <laughs> um, but he's also holding in this kind of fact that he realizes that, and I'm going kind of back and forth about this, Megumi also realizes that these cursed victims began dying in June, the same month that Yuji incarnated Sukuna. Um, mm-hmm. But doesn't really want to tell him, because he's like, mm, might fuck this <laughs> nigga up. Um, internally. Um, but... So they're essentially he's going against this, you know, this this curse that has Sakuna's fingers. He uses Chimera Shadow Garden. Um, badass appears from beneath a shadow. This is the kind of shit that you don't. I felt like we I wanted to see more, and it does come up later in the actual series itself. Like Megumi really using his shadow shit to like hide in or like come out mm-hmm. of or like you know surprise attack kind of shit. Um, I feel like he should use it more, but also I guess they don't want it to become too gimmicky for him. But he has mad at Shikigami, so it is what it is. Um, we see a flashback, and Megumi was a kid. Um, he had a father who is yet to be named, but will be seen. Trust me, will be seen, will be heard, will be felt. Um, king, <laughs> real king shit, bro. Real um, king. I remember initially when we were covering this back in the day, we were covering JJK episode, and I think Carlos was on that episode, and he was telling me, like, he was telling me about his, you know, Megumi's dad, and I was like, wow, I really gotta read this shit, huh? Um, <laughs> and I read it, and he's fucking awesome. And everyone's about to see it, but he was a kid with a father and a stepmother that disappeared without a trace. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I did. I did a gym from the office kind of look off screen, but you can't really see it. You can only hear it. But Dojo <laughs> stepped in to support Megumi and his sister. So Megumi wouldn't have to be sold off to the Zenin family. 
Um, but overall, after this battle, Mugumi requires Sukuna's finger, and then he passes out after this battle. So, what's up with know? him and passing out on the battlefield every time? Every time, like he's just like, nah, I'm gonna just take a nap, like right here where niggas is just fighting. You know what? That's a good question. That's a good question. May need some, you know, context on this. Um, let's go over to the bar and Yuji who are doing like this tag team battle with the death painting. So the death painting wounds origin story is one of the sickest shit that I've ever read or seen. Um, a woman, random woman, I think, um, <laughs> was capable of giving. I'm saying, I think, I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, you, think it's gonna, you think it's going to be a crazy reveal? <laughs> it's going to be some crazy reveal. It was it's also good. him. Um, Joe's mom. <laughs> right? Something crazy. Um, it, it, it's like the baby in My Hero Academia is like, this one baby just had a quirk, and now every now quirk human society exists. Um, don't hold that against My Hero Academia. But a woman <laughs> was capable of giving birth to a human-spirit hybrid, ran off to a temple, Renur Toshikamo, the most evil sorcerer in history, um, ended up controlling her. And they performed experiments on her, which resulted in having her nine pregnancies. And subsequently, uh-huh. she had nine abortions, leading to the creation of death painting wounds. Now, I believe they couldn't be, you can't just kill them, which is why they're just wounds. You can't just like disintegrate yeah. them, they, they don't really die. Too, too much curse energies. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Fetuses. Um, wounds, babies. Yeah, right. Babies with bad energy, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, that, it's we, like we that tweet. <laughs> it's, it's like that tweet. I know why they, well, the baby had bad energy. That's why the dad bad didn't want to be around. Bad vibes. Right. <laughs> so we get three of these death painting wounds. They're alive. They're kicking. One of them is called, we already seen the little green shit. It's called Kizuch, Kechuzu. And the other one is called Esso. Um, and they have this tag team battle with Yuji and Nobaro, which is, I mean, Mappa said, you know what? Let's leave him with a little something. You know what I'm saying? Let's, uh, I mean, Gege I... ultimately writes and, and does this thing, but Mappa animates it. Go off, Cyrus. I watch this episode all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, such a good like, episode. This arc might suck, or like those first two episodes might be ass, but episode 24 yeah that shit went platinum in my household (laughs) it it, it's an interesting way i mean i think they and i don't know if they anticipated on both these curse i mean they're special grade at this point like they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be like threatening um but realistically like nobara takes it up to like this like sick sadist level um kind of masochistic as well yeah (laughs) Yeah, she kinda, she goes she goes OD. I was like, dang, she's. I was like, she might be Puerto Rican. How crazy she is! <laughs> man. I was just like, she said, "Oh, you poison me? Yeah, we about to go bad for bad, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, bad. "Let's go, bro, bad for bad. Just pull it out, bad out the out the backpack. Like, come on, she, the stacks keep going." She uses her straw doll technique with you know to essentially be like, "If I'm gonna decay, you guys are gonna die." And it's gonna it's essentially a game of chicken of like who's gonna let go of their curse technique first. Um Yuji, who is fucking OP in the series because he carries Isakuna's vessel, it's not affected by such foolishness from your normal yeah. special grade curse Which user. I was just like, how convenient. How convenient yeah. is that? <laughs> oh yeah. 
He doesn't get poisoned or decayed or shit like that. He's fucking Sukuna. Um, the king of poisons. So, Which I, I, I've never heard of like Sukuna being like king of poisons in anything that I've seen him oh, yeah. in. <laughs> Since and then <laughs> later. But um, yeah, Yuji beats the shit out of Kachuta. <laughs> beats Dogs the holy him. shit. Yeah, really to the point where it's like Esso's like, yo, I, I gotta save my bro- I gotta save my brother. Do I let go of this technique and go back to the wing shit? Or do I like keep it on and hope they die? And Kachizu's essentially like, brother, like this shit hurts. <laughs> I'm getting close, <cooked>, brother. <laughs> he's punching me in my he's punching me in my lungs. Like he's he's killing me. Um and I'm a curse, so imagine how this shit might legit feels. So eventually, Esso releases the he deactivates his technique, goes mm-hmm. back to the wing. Uh, um, like he it, um, unintentionally does it because he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna fight Yuji, fuck it." And then he sees like his brother in so much pain, and then just like cuts it off like via his mind. <laughs> yeah, and then that just leaves him open to just. Further ass whoopings. Yeah, Yuji and Nobari both activate Black Flash, which is a bad time for any fucking villain at this point. Um, I the music at this part. Oh yeah, when they kick. That's why I really watch this shit so many times when the uh, when the music stops and they hit the Black Flash together. I think that shit is so cool. And then uh, the the way that the manga describes it is just like, um, yeah. uh, Nabara was like in so much pain, but she's so fucking focused right now. Yeah, and they, 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 is they just, <laughs> just nasty with it. <laughs> they equate Black Flash to, if it's in sports terms, called the zone. It's mm-hmm. essentially like mama mentality type shit. Like you don't feel shit. Yeah. You just aim. It's just there to win. You're in, yeah. which I'm like, what? Nuts. I mean, all right, cool. That's I mean, I fire. guess it's a, Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know. Kachuzu's, I mean, um, Nabara activates it, sends a nail through Kachuzu's head. Um, Yuji punches off Esso's arm completely. Kachuzu goes for the kill on Nabara, but with hairpin, she blows off Kachuzu's actual head. I wrote sick shit in my fucking thing. They realize Kachuzu is flesh and blood because they aren't disappearing. Mm-hmm. Like regular spe- but, uh, curse spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yuji still is, I mean, he's pursuing SL himself. Um, Nobara uses a straw doll technique on SL's severed arm um, to really kind of like put Yuji in position to take him out of his fucking misery. And Yuji apologizes during it, and mm-hmm. but kills him. It's like- and that. Yeah, and, and, it's like this New Jack City nigga started crying before he shot his man's. Show <laughs> <laughs> so like, the, the third painting who was just not on the scene. He's like, all right, I guess he's playing games with Mahito and and Ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, not realizes that brothers. He, yeah, realizes that his brothers wild faith. Um, realizes that his brothers are dead, and now they're like, damn, who was he killed by? Those two, you know, kids from Jujutsu High. Damn those kids! You know what I'm saying? I don't even think any of them say "damn those kids." I think they're excited. Uh, um, yeah, they were just like, "Damn, those first years went crazy." Yeah, they yeah, were like, "Ooh, we!" <laughs> it was like niggas was stupid. Um, 
They get back Sukuna's finger. They meet up with Megumi. Yuji, you know, Megumi's like, since you're the strongest, Yuji, hold on to the finger. Sukuna pops out with his <laughs> his mouth <laughs> on Yuji's hand and, and eats the finger. And yeah, another finger down for Yuji. And then the rest of the episode is like this real like post credit scene. Yeah, um, basically. Which I'm we're just, setting like, up. We're setting up for yeah the next couple of arcs. Um, Gojo's trying to figure out the mole who let the cursed spirits in to know the location of the tournament. They put in a recommendation for Yuji, Megumi, Nobara, Maki, and Panda to be promoted to grade one sorcerers. I don't think they're actually promoted. Um, no, I could be wrong. Because uh, the incident happens and it postpones everything. Yeah, so. Um, and it's still postponed. Yeah, yeah it's still postponed now. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is, but we know them. We, we know their body. Um, and that's kind of it for the this arc. It's not a long arc. But it's certainly fun to watch if you like watching gory fucking final battles with fucking gory yeah. music. And it's a it's a showcase, like I said. It's just it's mm-hmm. these niggas going crazy. And but nah, go ahead. No, it's just it's like it's legit them going like all three of them have a highlight moment of them doing some type of special or they're, you know, some type of attack. It's they they up the stakes just a little bit, adding in some more villains and right. you know, now you got this third death painting, you're like, Oh shit, now he's coming after and, now he's and he got of, some mark on their head. Right. And you really see the development of the I guess our big three in this series from when they first mm-hmm. started to where they're at now. And I think that's what truly matters coming out of this arc is that these three are poised um to face kind of anything that's coming in their way. And uh you know, there is a, they've been talking about October 31st in this series since like episode three or five, you know what I'm saying? Um, so there is something looming. There's something big looming along the, along this thing. Um, Cyrus mentioned that there are a lot of things kind of like hinted at or mm-hmm. laid out in this arc that we may not see until later on after the fact, but I'm going to tell you guys right now, First of all, if you're listening thus far, this is a short episode. I'm sorry. Um, but we're about to go into the spoiler section of this episode. So if you do not like spoilers, if you do not read the manga, if you do not read it or absorb any of that stuff, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a great <laughs> 30 minutes with you. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with more conversations to talk about. Um, but the spoiler section is going to be pretty heavy considering we're at the end of this, you know, season. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that's beginning to play out in the current manga and where and where everything has moved forward. I mean, season one is a great what I say season one is a great layout for what this series actually is. And you kind of learn about the curses, you see your big bads, you see your, you know, your heroes, you kind of lay they lay out the sides of like good and evil, and then also I guess chapter zero too. Um, mm-hmm. lay out the, the sides of good and evil from here on out things are in motion and things are happening and I think that's kind of like where we're going to get in season 2 well we're for sure getting that in fucking season yeah. 2 um, yeah. so if this has been anything it's been a great preview to kind of laying out and get great reminder to let you know what we have in store but we got to get to the spoiler section so thank you guys for tuning in Let's hold over, head over to the spoiler section right now, Cyrus. You have All been, right. yeah. Let's. You're in your element. Flip the page to like the other <laughs> million notes of like cool shit that you're talking about. Yeah, talk all, about all this. The, all the shit that I had to hold back on. Yeah, talk about this arc and kind of like everything that's kind of come from this arc that you've noticed or seen and and, and what's so, coming from it. 
if you're still here, um, most likely Congrats you read the manga. To you. Um, and if you don't care, you're about to get into some shit. So a lot of the stuff here, obviously, it goes in like a lot of things are going to get played out in about like a hundred chapters or two hundred chapters, and still going on now. But uh, something that I pointed out to Meals before uh, before we started recording was that uh, the brothers that they're fighting uh, they get really sad when uh, the green one dies. Sorry, Chuzu. I forget. Chuzu, yes. He doesn't matter. Um, Not really. <laughs> Like, everybody gets really, like, I say everybody, but, like, you know, um, everybody but Nabara gets really sad at that moment. And you kind of have to think that maybe Yuji felt more than, you know, what is led on in that moment because you we later get the reveal that he is a, a curse wound painting or whatever. And that's why he says he's sorry when he... Uh, <laughs> fires off that shit in his chest. Is it like explicitly said? I don't think it's explicitly <laughs> yes. said, but I it's a, it's definitely like is you can come to the conclusion based off all the hints that's kind of been like, played out here. Yeah. I, I don't know the uh cuz there's like there's 9 of them and I don't I don't know if these are the first 3 or the last 3 or you know we're all seeing the last 4. Or some shit like that. Who knows? But um, I definitely think that Yuji probably felt something because he is connected to them in some shape or fashion. Do you think we've come across another one of them in this series that we nah. have yet to find out? Right, no, no. I, I, I feel I, that I it would have been more prevalent if it was. Yeah. Or I feel at like least it, so- it would have been outwardly said because the cat's out the bag with uh, Gato, you know, being. What's his name? Yeah, I um, forget his name. Cho- uh, no, it's um Noritishi, the, the guy who took over yeah. Noritishi promo. Um, fucking uh, gosh, sorry. I just want to Kenjaku. Sure that... No, 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 uh, no yes, no. Kenjaku, Kenjaku, yeah, 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 yeah. Kenjaku, Kenjaku. Yeah, that's well, Kenjaku. well yeah. that's the, that's the name right. he's going by now, right? Right. So, yeah. all right. So, I know from this particular arc, I think this arc is interesting. Kind of where we're, you know, picking this up at currently, and where we're at in the manga, because there's a lot of things with Sumiki that isn't really kind of like played out until, like you said, a hundred yeah. chapters after this. For her, the uh, so we're we're gonna dial it back a little bit. Um, so Mugumi's sister, uh, she goes into the bridge. That gets everybody cursed or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then after Mugumi uh, kills the thing that's inside, in the manga, he says, all I did was get rid of the uh, the bridge curse. My sister, uh, my sister's sleeping, uh, sleeping curse is a separate matter. And mm-hmm. you don't get that. And you don't know what the sleeping matter is or what comes from that until 200 chapters later. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> let us know. Talk about it. Um, Mugumi's sister is a vessel for some other uh, curse that is apparently in love with uh, Sukuna. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought I thought that reveal was kind of whack. I ain't gonna lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, it felt. If once again, I think these last couple chapters and everything that's been going on, especially with Sukuna and him switching bodies and 
this final fight for love. I think like it, it feels very ass pulley to me. Um, the the well, the real ass pull is just his sister just being another curse that's affiliated with yeah, yeah. out of nowhere. But uh, the 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 fight for the love, which is really just Sakuna just being like, yeah, I'm about to just play this bitch. Um, well, which is cool a- to me. <laughs> You got in his his future bag, Sakuna getting in his future shit. I I do think it's, I think the reveal of it is, I mean the don't get me wrong, the 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 act of it itself is kind of weird. I think the reveal of it is kind of like sick in itself because Megumi's all this time he's waited for his sister to be kind of awake and he's like, oh, she's in the calling games now, like she's really like food now, like we got to figure out a way to get her out of this calling game. And then he's and she's like, really food. Oh, <laughs> transfer transfer her your points. And he's like, she's like, yeah, transfer me your points. <laughs> and then she's like, actually, I'm making a new rule. You know, I um, don't I forget the even, new. I don't even understand but, why they decided to give her the points. <laughs> oh man, listen, they was on some. They weren't thinking straight. They was on some sucker shit at that moment in time where he was just like. like give me the points so I could do the thing. And it was just like, nigga, give that shit to Maki. Yeah. <laughs> do anything else. I mean, to be Literally, honest with you, any of your allies that are on the same page as you just give it right. to them. Well, I think his main goal through this entire thing was always to like save his sister. He didn't care about being head of the fucking Zenin clan. He didn't care about being the baddest bitch on the earth. He didn't care about any of that stuff. He just wanted to save his sister. And I feel like he, was taken advantage of in this situation because he reached the point where he this is he felt like it was the closest opportunity to really save his sister and get her out of the calling game, get her kind of like away from any immediate danger. And, you know, because at the end of the Shibuya incident arc, I think it's where Megumi is probably at his most vulnerable at that point where he really mm-hmm. says like, Yuji, can you help me save, you know, help me save essentially my sister which is something i don't think megumi ever really kind of like gives up in that sort of way um because yeah. usually he, he's someone like i'll do this myself but he's established his friendship with yuji up to this point to be able to do these kind of things um he finally reaches the point they're right in front of it and then they essentially the reveal is hi you transferred me my points actually i'm not a fucking you know i'm, I'm not, not your sister, sister at all <laughs> i'm like, the come on son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the they, I don't know queen of demons I don't know they can't like they can't even pinpoint when that shit infiltrated her body yeah I mean get the shit out it came head. out of nowhere like it's a but like, it's still we're still trying to figure out Kenjaku's whole like his whole journey through this all of this as well right I I, I get I get his character at this point he's just a mad scientist. Yeah, oh, he's he listen, he like he likes playing the strings, bro. Like he, he he he's the puppet master. He likes he likes the feeling that he's in control of everything that's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, and like the only he, the only he, factor he knows he ain't controlling is Sakuna. Yeah, which is like whatever a variable or whatever science term or whatever. Um so they gave Sumiki 100 points so she could leave the game. Um <laughs> and that she did not ass. She says Add a rule allowing entry and exit across colony boundaries, b- borders. And then Megumi's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm not your fucking sister. You know, 
And then that's when <laughs> she all laughs at his like, face. <laughs> yeah, that's when all hell breaks loose all over again. Um, and you know, it's a it's a, it's a different thing. She says, "I'm your big sister." Da, 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 da. I am Yorozu. <laughs> um, maybe people of the past would know about me. I don't know. This is there's got to be. I don't know if they're going to do that Naruto thing where they do a whole past arc featuring um people they did a couple past chapters but we still my thing about this series is we still i feel like there's still a lot of backstory to like kind of like fill out yes Um, a lot and to kind of like we've laid all these seeds of stuff by referencing a lot of stuff that's happened in the past um a lot of stuff has happened now but we still haven't got all the stuff that was kind of figured out from all the past stuff that's been referenced. We've gotten maybe two chapters about Yuji's <laughs> backstory, and like mm-hmm. two chapters is a stretch. They were mentioned in two chapters. <laughs> you know mentioned, what I'm saying? Uh, mentioned in passing about his mother and stuff, and then yeah, uh, you barely his weird see dad, the, you know, the stitching on her head or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when we find out that Yuji is the son or, you know, came to birth of Kenjaku, and Kenjaku is kind of like his mom, which is kind of like this weird shit. Um, it gets a little bit, and, and, you know, we're current in this current arc where now Yorazu and, and Sukuna are fighting against each other in the vessel, but they're in love yeah. with each other, but they're also in the vessel of brother and sister. Nah, uh, I don't think they're in love with each other. I just think that, like, this, uh, this girl really willing to do his bidding. And he's just mm. like, yeah, oh yeah, she's ready to die for this nigga. Yeah, it's just yeah, she's literally like willing to die for him, and that shit's weird. <laughs> yeah, and he's I mean, kind of just like whatever about it. He's like, all right, cool. If you're gonna do it, then do it. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're at an interesting point. Um, is there anything else notable from maybe not even these episodes, um, but just from season one that you kind of seen play out? a lot further down that you was like, oh, wow, we actually got that. Uh, Not that I could think of right now. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, you know what? I, I said it I said it earlier in the thing. It, it was great. You kind of forget that the first kind of like, you really see Gojo versus Sukuna as like one of the first major battles of the series just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is kind of like the result that we're trying to push towards at this thing. We're trying to free Gojo. So Gojo comes in and really whoops everybody's ass and you kind of get a barometer. Yeah. It's, it's very, um, one punch man, 40 episodes until one punch man actually shows up and starts punching people. Yeah. But, but, um, they're trying to get him to the point. I don't know where, so what's your predictions for Gojo? Like, let's talk about it. Let's do some predicting, heavy predicting. What's your prediction for Gojo? Because Angel Girl was the only <laughs> thing that could free him, and hey, her head God. was written off. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Also, girl, if you're so goddamn powerful, do some reverse curse technique, bro. Yeah, come on, man. Heal yourself. Heal yourself. Come on. We, let's get it. Everyone's dying here. Um <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know what happens with Gojo at this point. Like, it's interesting because Sukuna is taking over Megumi's body. So if Gojo is definitely freed and has to go up against Sukuna, he essentially has to go up against Megumi, which is a very interesting. Yeah, I I agree. Um, 
but it's a very interesting prospect of like how he goes about i'm sure gojo has a fucking way of like i'll free his spirit from your body using whatever op technique i have you gotta do the the vegeta spirit uh yeah, whatever he did against yeah. moro he's punching and splitting them his energy or whatever the fuck it yeah. was called or something along those lines um it's a the whole i feel like where we're at with jjk right now because of how long gojo's been out we're really just waiting yeah we're really waiting everything now seems like damn can't wait till Gojo shows up. <laughs> it really, we're. I think we're really anticipating that he's going to show up and kind of really do a lot of damage, which may take back from the development of a couple characters in it. So I would like to see Gojo. Maybe he comes out of the prison realm and he's like handicapped a little bit. Maybe he doesn't have all of his power right away. Maybe the prison realm. I don't yeah. know. He's fucking Gojo. Well, um, no, I, they set they set him up to be like you know he has like infinite cursed energy so if he like comes out of the prism and then he has to like boot up back to 100 i'm like that's cap it's a you know what i've also had i'd love to discuss this with you too cyrus because i was revisiting the shibuya incident i was talking to jamal about this as well about mahito and kind of like not that he's coming back because he's gone um I hate that. I hate that he's gone in the way. I, that he well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I hate that he's gone too because I was like, yo, he felt like the first, like he felt like a real antithesis to Yuji, where yes, it was clearly Goto, Gojo, and Geto, and kind of like their how they. I mean, even though it's Kenjaku or something, I get, but I guess yeah. Kenjaku. Once they reveal it's Kenjaku, all that Ghetto shit was out the window. <laughs> Pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it's a. It felt like a true rival where they both pushed each other to a certain point, and where yeah, you know, Yuji pushes uh, Mahito to the certain point where he evolves. He goes past his boundaries, you know. He goes past his, his limits, and then he's kind of like, "Oh, I only wanted you for your fucking, um, your 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 curse uh, technique," and he eats him up and absorbs a curse technique. And who knows if we ever see Mahito like, ever again? I, I thought we probably I, won't. I thought it's not now so in the series. We don't well, see him again in this series. I don't think now. I think the the problem with it is that uh, Maito is he's he's too unpredictable. I think that worked for uh, the moments that he was in, but mm-hmm. now where we're at, like his character and how he acts and how he reacts, like it, it's now. Granted, I would love for him to come back. I think that he would. I think just the the extraness that he would add would be great, but I think just overall you can't predict what he is, and I think that's what made his whole moment great, and I think that's what why it's gonna be hard for him to come back because you could see him either like turning on the curses and or you know trying to take somebody you know you could just see him doing something really really unpredictable during this moment, which could no. maybe or maybe not work. It. It wouldn't work for me because honestly, that sounds very Naruto esque already. Like yeah. with, uh, black with Black Zetsu just taking over. Um, but I do agree that I do think that Mahito was great, and I think he did serve a purpose as you know a foil to Yuji. And I I no longer think he has a place in this series anymore because now Kenjaku has taken that unpredictable. 
right. you know, well, thing I, I don't from know. him. My thing is, though, I don't think Kenjaku's unpredictable. I mean, he's had this plan laid out since the well, beginning. Like, but- he has had, he's had the only, and I think where Mahito could fit in is that he could fit in as something that was not planned. That kind of like throws Kenjaku off a little bit off his tilter because thus far I think this plan is going step by step by step. And I honestly, with this current arc with Sakuna and them, uh, Kenjaku don't even seem like the main nigga anymore. He's, <laughs> he's not, like, and that, yeah, he's, honestly, that's fine with me. Um, but I do think, like you know, science is very unpredictable because he's kind of just doing this experiment off the whim. Yeah. So that's why I feel like he is the unpredictable factor that Mahito used to occupy. Um, so I, I just don't feel as if there's a place for him anymore. Right. But I mean, I can agree. Yeah, for sure. I feel I feel like if if we ever see my uh, if we ever see Kenjaku and Yuji in the same space where they have to fight. I feel like he would use because uh, he he all he did was swallow uh, Mahito, so he just releases it like every other curse that uh, right. that Gato used to do uh, with the Uzumaki shit or whatever. Is he like, oh, Yuji wants to fight, handle my light work, pull him out, and then they fight yeah. again. But I think that'd be ass because I feel like Yuji should be past this nigga already. That's he what should. I. That's what I think too. Is that I what think if, Yuji has now become way too strong. You know what I? We're at an interesting point in this series where, um, I think it's very. Uh, damn, I'm about to be while we're done. It interesting. Um, Yuji's kind of like the only one left. Nobara's gone. Megumi's gone. Uh, you, you came to terms with it. Well, no, nah, not like gone. I mean, gone like not here. I'm not. She's not gone in my life. She gonna yeah, come back right. with a cyborg eye and fucking. Yeah, and then she uh, after this whole shit over, she gonna be in a wheelchair. Yeah, just, oh, no, yeah, some, for sure. Some straw hat eye or some shit like that. Some eye made out of straw or fucking nails or whatever the fuck it comes out of. Um, but a nail head stra- eye would be ridiculous. Like, well, I think be- like like leather face. <laughs> yeah, <I> like. <laughs> I think we're all bu- we're building up to eventually Nabara comes back, Megumi comes back, and Gojo comes back. Um which <laughs> seems very Naruto esque now that I think about it. Um but it's uh currently Yuji's the really the only one from the kind of like main main character group, that big three that we talked about in season one that's currently like mm-hmm. kicking like alive. And he doesn't even have I mean, luckily he's a fucking death painting. Um, yeah. but he really doesn't have any of the, you know, the, the, the strength of fear. He doesn't instill any fear in anybody now, um, because he's, Sukuna is no longer his vessel, which means that like, yeah. yo, you might be able to kill this nigga now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like Yuji has a very important thing that we just haven't seen yet, or it hasn't been expressed because he doesn't have a curse technique. Right. He's just strong and, you know, has great physical prowess and, you know, could do a it's not lab- flash. It's not labeled as heavenly body, right? Yeah, or any of that weird shit, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but whenever somebody dies, they always go, or like whenever somebody like fights Yuji or whatever, and they're about to die, they always feel like that serenity or some shit. 
eat mm. shit. They don't even have to die. They just feel it sometimes. Um, cursed energy or like, you know, you can only really make a cursed spirit when somebody's like, I guess, ve- vengeful and then they die. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Yuji can like permanently destroy a curse. Hmm. And Sukuna, <laughs> Sukuna might be eradicated from history, yeah? If it comes I mean, to that. It, it definitely looks like it's going to come to that at some point. Um, they're going to have their face off again. Yuji's currently... Re- <laughs> I think he's still recovering from being shot through a couple buildings. Um, <laughs> we that's I mean, just a typical day, just some light work. Yeah, yeah because I can't, I can't regular picture, shit. I can't picture a, a, I can't picture while it would be fucking awesome. I can't picture as as awesome as Maki is. I can't picture her becoming one of the main things in this series anymore. Um, nah, just because she I doesn't mean, have the. Uh, she doesn't have the the amount of like. Uh, they've done a good job with her backstory, but she doesn't have it. Do, it doesn't hold the weight like Magumi's and Yuji's, and I mean, I don't know. Nabara has I, she had that farm that she lived on or something. I like just that I just feel like Maki. She, yes, she is very strong, but I don't feel like she necessarily like has a part. In yeah, the very important. Right. battles that are to come like she might be, like be in it you know to help out but i don't think oh yeah she's she's, she's knocking off some <laughs> she's knocking off all the henchmen whoever else they got <laughs> rounded up you she, know, you know right. she might pull a guy sensei when he like hit, uh did that one hit on uh right or whatever uh we do a lot of naruto references because naruto was popular um, yeah and i watched <laughs> it so now i can talk about it um but no, I mean this series is definitely it's it's past its uh it's more than more more than past its halfway point. I um, hope so. Shit, it's <laughs> probably pr- approaching its ending point. Um, I would hope. I mean, I don't know. The Cullen Games is still going on. I had a thing about the Cullen Games. Like everyone exits except two people. That was my prediction. Oh. Uh. I, I feel like it would be I like anybody was leaving. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would just assume, like, I don't know, get a jillion points from I'd dip out, killing those U.S. soldiers, <laughs> and then just grant it to everybody to leave, and it leaves like Yuji and fucking Ghetto or or Sukuna just in the game itself. Uh, could the, people could people get points off the off the US you can transfer points. I don't know. You can transfer points. I mean, no, I, I thought, uh, I thought the Cullen game like, is a weird aspect still because it's still okay. going on, but I <laughs> honestly, I forgot, I forgot all the rules and I was like on the, uh, what is it? I was on big eyes talking about the rules and shit. I, I forgot them. Yeah. No, oh, you can transfer uh, points now, but I mean, the no, last uh, part of the calling games we saw was because they transfer points to, no, to, I was, I was going to say, I'm not sure if you can get points off of the soldiers because they don't have cursed energy. Oh. But I feel like if you enter the space and you're a non-sorcerer, I think you are in the game. You have one opportunity. I just watched this earlier today. That's why I remember all this shit. You have one opportunity to leave the game. Um, okay. 
But if you don't leave the game, you're considered part of a game. Either way, calling games is very okay. much so in the back. Calling games is very much so in the background of this current arc. That we're yeah, in. E- even Kenjaku was just like, "Shit, I can this motherfucker." I mean, I wish I could. You know what I'm saying? You know, operate. You know, he's in part 16 of his 25 part plan, and you know, he's just like. He's that like, boy. no, listen, we, we're in too deep now. That yeah. boy flying yeah. out the seat of his pants. He said, damn, yeah. I'm, I'm right next to Sukuno, bro. That's crazy. This is nuts. I can't believe he took over that. I he's like low-key low fanboying right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, man, this is amazing. I can't wait. Like, and he, what a way to get around that binding um, The binding now. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of. I mean, I get it, but I was like, damn, that's kind of. I, I really do feel like Kenjaku is just like just really just a mad scientist character and like mm. uh pseudo to Orochimaru or like a Kabuto, except yeah. their plans are a lot more straightforward while this dude is just like, yeah, we're just doing experiments on the fly. Like Tokyo right now is just a science lab. Yeah, yeah. And I I, 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 I I get his character now. Before I was like, I I don't know what the fuck this nigga is doing. There's a lot of things going on in JJK right now. Um, I I haven't read since March. So you haven't read since March. I haven't read since the fight started oh. between Sakuna and um and yeah, 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 side piece. Yeah, 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 well, it's over. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I expected it to be over. Yeah, it's over. Um, but you know. It's some fun stuff going on. It's very interesting. I think we've reached a certain point now where everything is like, wow, we're we're truly in the throes of like now that Sakuna is here, it's like, okay, this is the stuff that we've been trying to realize for the past like two hundred fucking chapters. Yeah. Um but now the big other elephant is in the room is like what happens with Gojo or what happens with Yuji or kind of like what happens with kind of the rest of the thing. You know what their grand goal is. And if you've read any shonen, you know they will realize their goal, and then it will be vanquished in some fucking, um, you know, <laughs> main protagonist ass way. Yeah, well, you know, unless Gay Gate's wild, it's like, well, end of game, <laughs> and here ends the series. <laughs> um, the entire world was cursed. So stay tuned for JJK Part Two. Um, I don't think he has it in his body to do a Part Two for this shit, like Chainsaw Man is. But shout out to Chainsaw. Uh, JJK Part Two. JJK Part Two would be wicked. <laughs> It, it that just, would be just curse is fighting. That's all it would be. Yeah. Oh my god! Either way, well, Cyrus, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, no problem, man. I, I I love talking JJK. I'm beginning to love it too. Now that I'm <laughs> trying to get around. Now that we've got past the the calling games thing, which I think took up a lot of time, to be honest with you, way too um, much time. And getting back to like a story with characters that are important to the story, um, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with where we're at currently in JJK. Um, thank you guys for listening. Of course, you can subscribe to the Lookout at the Lookout on RNC Radio, where you can listen to podcasts anywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com/backslash the Lookout RNC. You can also follow us on YouTube. On the same name right there. Um, Jamal, any final thoughts on any of this thing? How are you, what are you feeling? You you caught up to JJK. Are you happy, surprised? Are you kind of like thrown off? Like where are we? I'm at? a little thrown off. I'm a little confused. Um, 
as is the JJK. <laughs> but but listen, this is this is the way. This is the JJK way. You just you just stand in the confusion until it finally all makes sense, or until you give up trying to figure it out, and you just kind of take everything at face value. Listen, um, it's leading somewhere, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that at this point. I'm just like, you know what? Shit's happening. That's that's all I got for you. Shit's happening. People are getting beat up. Curses are around. Somebody's probably gonna end up dying soon. Um, <laughs> Gojo's still locked up. He's still doing his twenty four and one. Free my man's. Uh, yeah. Other than that, days. it's been over a thousand <laughs> days since we've seen this man. That is ridiculous. Niggas he be has been locked up. Locked up. I'm You've telling you, <laughs> you know what? That's a good way to end this. <laughs> Niggas have been locked up for longer, so who are we to complain about this? Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you guys. Actually, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Um, so yeah, take care. <laughs> <laughs>